of Seeing Reddit, your weekly guide to the internet's message board, where every week we pick a random subreddit and we explore that topic. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. What are you guys up to? I drank a beer that had habanero peppers in it, and it was my least favorite type of beer, the India Pale Ale. Did it have, Why like, did chunks? You do it? Was uh, it chunks of things in it? I don't think it had chunks. I mean, someone <laughs> left it at my house because I had people over, and they all brought beers, and then... Uh, they left the beers at my house, so I'm like, hey, I'll try this one. I like peppers. Uh, and it was spicy and tasted bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I've had spicy, like, margaritas and stuff, where it's like, the spiciness is offset by tequila and things. I don't really understand how spiciness and beer go together. I guess you could have beer with curry, and that's pretty nice. Well, it seems nowadays that all you need to do to sell a new beer is have some kind of gimmick, so. Yep, that's probably true. Yeah, I don't know. I prefer beers that, for example, taste like orange soda, uh, which is the, oh. the Coney Island orange cream ale. That's a pretty good beer. I can't believe how many beers taste like fruit nowadays. Like, yeah, it's very beer, good. Beer? No. <laughs> no. No, beer is, the, like, the only savory drink, and now you're making it all fruit-flavored? Like, that we had one thing that was a savory drink we could enjoy, and you're ruining it. Unless you want to drink, like, chicken stock. <laughs> oh, <Beef> man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite, my favorite drink is au jus. <laughs> oh, that is good. kind of good. And it's who, really good. <laughs> and who doesn't take a slurp after they finish their French dip? Yeah, it's I like almost. A, it's your little sandwich shot. <laughs> <laughs> you get little chunks of bread in there. I always wish I could, but there's never any left because I just soaked the sandwich in it. That's why you ask for two cups of au jus. That's what I always do. Yeah, I I do that. You have seen me. The only That's thing true. I ever order at diners is a French dip, and halfway through my sandwich, I always have to ask the waitress, like, hey, can you bring me another? I'm embarrassed about it, but please do. You're not embarrassed to... enough about it, apparently. <laughs> I went to a crazy sandwich shop when I was in Columbus, Ohio. I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, they had a really good French dip, um, um, but the au jus came in like a soft drink cup. It was like it was what? like a sixteen ounce au jus. <laughs> Perfect. It was so big. Get that sandwich nice and sopping wet. <laughs> yeah, no, you could it. literally put the whole sandwich in the cup and just walk around <laughs> like that. My and then just thing? put a straw in there and suck up the <laughs> as it gets liquidy. <laughs> My favorite oh my thing God. is to stick the end of the sandwich into the au jus thing and just watch the level go down as the bread uh, soaks it up. Guys, oh, it's delicious. I enjoy a French dip, but I have to take each bite and just dip it in the, the au jus and then eat it real fast so it's not soggy. Yeah. Jeff, you would eat a sponge if it was soaked in cooked blood. Be yeah, honest. probably. <laughs> I mean, I like to stick the French fries on the on the on the French dip sandwich too, because they always come with French fries. That's pretty good. Uh, gravy is probably my favorite food. Yeah, I I don't like that French fries always come with your French dip because when you try to like they're oily, so they resist the au jus if you try to so they don't soak it up. Yeah, it's yeah, unfortunate. I, it should come with a roll or something that'll absorb that <laughs> a juice. A roll, oh, yeah, paper more towels. bread. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> yeah, uh, well, actually, my order when I go to Panera, I get, uh, uh, this is going to sound awful. I get It already onion, sounds awful. <laughs> I get French onion soup in a bread bowl, and they ask you, what do you want on the side? Uh, an apple or bread, and I get bread. So it's <laughs> a bread bowl, and then there's bread in the soup, and then you get the missing hunk of bread from the bread bowl, and then another <laughs> piece of bread. No, so, it's bad. Okay, so unrelated <laughs> to that, because I don't want to discuss Jeff's impending death. Um, <laughs> Jeff's you... all-carb diet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, sometimes when I sit down for too long, my feet go numb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. The funniest oh. thing is that we're all laughing about this real thing that's actually killing our friend. <laughs> Well, I we're mean, all it's... dying, to be fair. <laughs> I probably don't have diabetes, but I don't know, maybe. I think we talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago that I thought I did. Yeah, I like the fact that on this show, our, it's mostly humor with just a sousson of insecurities that are that we like weave in there so you wouldn't notice. So when you listen back to these episodes after we're dead, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> they did That's why. Things. It all makes sense now. <laughs> now I understand why we found them all uh, pointing a gun at each other's heads dead in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining like a numbers style sitcom with somebody listening back to these tapes and they're just writing down like nothing but bread question mark and circling it in red marker. Bread madness <laughs> causes homicide? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just iced tea comes up and he's like, uh, no, can't do an iced tea impression. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that counts as a hate crime. <laughs> uh, yep. I mean, it involves way too much swearing and uh, definitely oh, yeah, an accent I'm not allowed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, swearing. We wouldn't want that. Yeah. I, hey, I also said he has an accent I'm not allowed to do. That's it's two true. things. It's two problems. Both of them are me. <laughs> Where is Ice-T from? Brooklyn? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, wait, hold on. I have I Google thought right he was from California. Is that terrible? <laughs> Is he a West Coast rapper or an East Coast rapper? Oh, he's rapper? from Newark. Oh. Newark? New Jersey? Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I think I kind of like Ice-T a little more now, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I guess I can technically do his accent, because I have the same one being No, from don't New talk Jersey. yourself into it. <laughs> but do also, not. I'm not going to do it because he has, like, the black person version, which just, is a different voice. Okay, Jeff, can you give us just a tiny bit of it? <laughs> Just, like, uh, one second of it. Just go. Uh, no, I, I haven't practiced, and now I'm self-conscious. Come on, just just give us a little teeny taste. I feel like a noise he would make would be, like, a dismissive... Like, yeah, on, on SVU. That, I guess. Either that or on a Sprite commercial after he had some delicious Sprite. <laughs> yep. So usually we start these episodes by talking a little bit about uh, what we've been up to on the internet this past week. Louisa, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? I've been watching, this is not going to be helpful for the podcast, but I've been watching videos that fans have made featuring clips from other podcasts that I like. <laughs> That's very enjoyable. Uh, like animated, like yes. cartoons? Yes, yes. Okay. Not like mashups, like, uh, oh, this is the Flophouse answering a Yahoo answer from Mbim Bam. No. <laughs> but 
but like, I've been watching the How would you even do that? <laughs> You'd edit it tactfully to make it sound like they were talking about something else. Like well, when Weird Al Like when Weird Al on his TV show would uh recut those interviews. No, I don't like any of this. <laughs> Weird Al has a TV show? He had a TV show like ten years ago and one of the segments he did on it. Uh, he would recut the other side of the interview that wasn't the celebrities, so it made it seem like they were answering his ridiculous questions. Isn't you know that what? just Space Ghost yes, Coast to Coast? Yes, I was just going to say, you know what was amazing about Space Ghost is, while while it was on the air, for several years, I was convinced that they were just using like stock interview footage, and then I found out that they were actually asking them questions, and they were just cutting it to make it seem crazy. Yeah, I, it's it's such an interesting thing that people continue to agree to be guests on that show. Yes. Because, like, clearly the interviewer was asking them real questions and they were answering them sincerely and then being mocked mercilessly for it. Yes. I didn't actually notice that happening, but also I almost never watched that show. You were a baby. I could never tell if I loved or <laughs> hated were a that baby. show. Yeah, Jeff, you were a baby. I'm only six years younger than Matt. That show was... Actually, I remember the show before it, Cartoon Planet, much better than I remember Space Ghost Coast to Coast. You're six years younger than me? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. Weird. Yeah, because your birthday is coming up and you're about to turn 33 and I'm 27. Yeah, wow. I guess it's more like like five in a month because I'm about to turn twenty eight next month. Jeff, you're jailbait. Uh, yeah, I mean, ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Except also, it's uh, impossible to ever confuse a teenage boy for an adult. <laughs> you can look at a uh, teenage uh, male human from the age of uh 18 to 25 and be like oh no that guy's 16 well listen i don't know about that but i watched the tv documentary glee and all those boys look like they were about 30 so i yeah, think I you're was... wrong all those 16 year olds were about mm, 28 29 <laughs> i was gonna say every high school movie i've ever seen <laughs> everyone looks to be in their mid-30s so i don't know what you're talking about joe they filmed the tv documentary glee backwards in real time Wait, how could you do it backwards and in real time? <laughs> yeah, well, you got it. You better ask visionary television creator Ryan Murphy, and apparently extremely talented physicist, <laughs> uh, to be able to reverse the flow of time. Physics is more like an art. Oh, I see. <laughs> is that true? That yeah. doesn't sound true. <laughs> uh, but I said it confidently, so yes, <laughs> he did. Though, yeah, you're right. So uh, these videos of podcasts, yes. I've been enjoying the flop houses, uh, the flop house cat, the Arthur's theme. I think yes. is the same. Yes. That one's very good, and Rocket Crocodile: The World of Tomorrow is very the good. The best thing, the best thing about Arthur's theme is the fact that they did the the green screen, uh, yes. like capture of them dancing in front of a green screen, and then put it up for anyone to use. Yes, that is that was brilliant. That's <laughs> yeah. the best idea ever. <laughs> And that song just, is really funny. It is really yes. good. They're, they're both yep. really good. And Mr. Uh, the best line in it is, Mr. President, have you ever heard of a house cat? <laughs> no, the best line is, he's ruining weddings and busting up fools. Why is he ruining weddings? <laughs> Stuart is very, very funny because yes. he doesn't seem to be trying to be funny at all. I really also like the fact that his favorite book is Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, just very recently, someone's made a little uh, simple animation of just a minute out of uh, the Cool Games Inc. Uh, oh. episode where um, <laughs> uh, Nick describes how Griffin's computer has the uh, uh, Austin Powers face uh, yes. <laughs> showing as him. Yes. And that's yep. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I hope one of the suggestions that I uh, put on there like every other week gets made into a cartoon by someone. That would be fun. No, you should hope that something from our podcast that we're doing now gets made into a cartoon. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem more, likely. <laughs> that would be way more about you, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I feel like my claim to fame is this other podcast that I submit ideas to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one of our uh, listeners might have the talent necessary to make a a cartoon of us, right? Prove us wrong, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, Chris and Cassie are good artists. Uh, yeah, that's true, but neither of them ever draws. Well, this is their motivation. We are their muse. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have an animator friend who uh, listens to this. If I could think of one muse song, I would sing it now, but I can't. Except for that Twilight was based on the works of muse. <laughs> what? Do you not know about this? No, What's I mean, not name? explicitly, but she What's... listened to that music while writing it. Oh, she okay. puts she puts a thanks to the band Muse at the beginning of all of her <laughs> books because she lo- listens to their music while writing. Okay. Yeah, she has impeccable <clears throat> taste in music, and all of the uh, movie soundtracks are excellent, but that story and that whole franchise is trash. I don't think I could recognize a Muse song if somebody played it for me. I don't know that I've yeah, ever listened to a Muse I was going to say, unless someone can name a title, I don't think I even really know who they are. Uh, there was one in a Guitar Hero that you would probably recognize, and a couple in Rock Band that you might know. Mm. Oh, did it? was it about smoke on the water? Because <laughs> that's the money melon. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in Beatles Rock Band. It was Smoke on the Water by Muse. Okay, cool. Why Beatles rock band? That was a weird way place to go. Yeah, I wanted another level of impossibility to to the scenario. Yeah, all right, I'll accept it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I guess it's my turn to talk about things on the internet, or did Louisa have more to say about them than their videos? No, not really. I just have been enjoying them. I think they're great. Thanks, everyone, for making them and for making the podcast. You're welcome. Not to you, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks to everyone else, but not you. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll go. Uh, I, this week, Humble Bundle launched their Humble Friends of Nintendo Bundle. Uh, and for our listeners who don't know, Humble Bundle is a game distribution website that started in 2010. Uh, it was like a pay-what-you-want-to-get the following games, two of which I had heard of before purchasing it. World and of Goo, Aquaria, Gish, Penumbra Overture, Lugaru HD, and Samorost 2. So this website was begun as a way to support independent game creators as well as charities and stuff like that. Yes. And uh, so I guess you're telling me that they've now completely sold out because, like, Nintendo is the least independent game developer I can think of. Well, sort of, except the very first... This is uh, only the second ever 
console um, bundle they've done. The other one was also Nintendo, and all of the uh, well, most of the games included are from independent studios. So you can get a uh, Freedom Planet for Wii U uh, and uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse for Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, but I don't want any of my squants going to Nintendo when I could be supporting the independent developers directly. Well, see, that's the other thing. You get to choose where your money goes with Humble Bundle. Uh, and you can choose to divide it between... Um, uh, it says it goes to Nintendo, but then you can choose which <laughs> games it goes to specifically. <laughs> so I imagine if you choose the games specifically that you want to support, uh, so like not Super Street Fighter 4 or Darksiders 2, which are from major studios... But Jeff, like for the, the love ones. of God, stop naming the names of video games. You've been, like, 50% of the last five minutes has been you listing <laughs> when names When you of said video Nintendo, games. I'm like, one of these I'll know. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, you don't. Because it's specifically... Uh, Nintendo's been real friendly to indie developers this past generation, which is kind of their in. I recognize that Shantae and the whatever, the genie one that's just basically fan service in a video game. Yeah, it's really weird because all the art design is like very boobily, but then there's no there's no like scintillating animations based on it. For uh, I mean, that's <laughs> good <Zero> stars, <laughs> but it's like it's like they went way out of their way to make the most ridiculous looking like. Uh, the bad guy has, like, a skull for a bra, and the lower jaw of the skull is the underwears. Uh, Zero stars. Oh, yeah. I thought That's I would be able to guy. masturbate to this way more than I did, which was still <laughs> a lot. We, we made these characters look the way that everyone makes their characters look as a joke. We're doing it ironically, you guys. I don't think they're doing it ironically, but then they also didn't take the extra step of putting them in any sort of humorously over-the-top sexual situations like you would with characters that look that way. Like you would if you were being satirical instead of just trying to troll for the lowest common denominator gamer uh, demographic. I feel like people, if you were being satirical or like going boobs. for that demographic, you'd want to go over the top sexy. I don't think that's true, actually. I think a lot of people are like, our game is so-so, let's put a ton of boobs in it, and, like, not change the game at all, yep. just make all of the sprites have so many boobs. Yep. Like, eight <laughs> boobs each. Like your Attack of the the Eye Creatures costume, yes. but boobs. Has anyone ever made a monster movie where the monsters were boobs? Because I think Does that could really sell. the Woody Allen movie, everything you always want to know about sex, count? That's only one scene. And but it I was think a monster he, boob. I think he's the monster, though, Louise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just googled monster movie where the monster is boobs. Uh, and the first result is new horror movie Killer Rack. Uh, that sounds like... That sounds like they're real boobs that are that are monstrous. Like, yep. what's that? What's that one with the vagina teeth? Vagina teeth. It's oh, called teeth. Te teeth. That's, oh, yeah. the movie. Yes, teeth. Yeah, like it sounds something similar to that. What I'm talking about is like the the eye creatures. Just the monsters are just covered in boobs and are very badly made costumes. Okay, so uh, Killer Rack is about a woman named Betty Downer. Uh, who has a problem, dot, 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 make that, too. Is this a porno? <laughs> it seems like it must be, but also it's not from a porn company. Uh, well, I feel no. like a lot of horror movies kind of cross over into that, don't they? I feel like there's a very, like, it's a very fine distinction, but very important to the people who <laughs> like uh, horror movies. Yeah. 
but almost like, invisible uh, to the naked eye. <laughs> I am not watching a porno movie, guys, just because that lady's shirt keeps falling off while she's getting attacked by that slasher. Yeah, I mean, like, you can definitely tell the difference between, like, Left for Head and an actual zombie movie. Wow, I can hear a ticking clock. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Whose clock was that? Who has a physical clock for that goof? Uh, I have one. I, yeah, there's one on my wall. I mean, yeah, it just yeah I could hear too. it ticking in your microphone, one of you. As I was great. hate silent, I wasn't even breathing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it was hard to not laugh through that one. <laughs> Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Matt, what did you see on the internet this week? So, speaking of uh, videos of things that amused me, or amused us, I guess, because Louisa had her thing, um, I found a thing online that is apparently a trend. I'm sure both of you have already heard of it, and I'm just late to the bus. But Yeah, we have. Have, have you guys heard of the video trend, uh, Animals with Arms? I don't know about I've videos. Seen I've pictures. seen birds. I've seen birds with arms photoshopped onto them. I've seen the birds with arms before as well, but the videos are a quantum level better than those. They are amazing. Just all these like animals, and then their arms express their emotion as they're moving around so well. Oh, it's fantastic! <laughs> oh man, that's like that's like viewing uh, twenty four of those images every second. Sure, I guess because that's the frame rate of film. What about uh, The Hobbit? Wasn't that at 60 frames per second? Uh, 48, and everyone hated it. Yeah, well, it did I think that would have ha- happened regardless of the frame rate, though. Am yeah, I right? Yeah, because that movie was hot garbage. Zing! Yeah, it was terrible. It's the only I, Lord of the Rings movie I've seen. I watched what? it on a plane, and like even being strapped into my seat, I couldn't keep watching it. I was so upset. <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna go pee every ten minutes. This is awful. Yeah. Oh, that movie was so bad. And I still meet people sometimes who try to defend it, and it's like, listen, I know that you love Lord of the Lord of the Rings, and I know that you love J.R.R. Tolkien. We can all admit that this is a terrible movie. It's okay. It's so weird that the CG monsters from Fellowship of the Ring, which came out in, what, like 2002 or something, mm. look way better than those trolls that Bilbo steals that stuff from in the first Hobbit movie. You know what I think it is? I think that maybe people who love fantasy but don't love science fiction aren't used to having the books that they love be represented terribly yet. So, like, <laughs> I'm watching this movie and I'm used to, like... Dune might be my favorite book series ever, and so I know what it's like to watch a movie that is a truly horrific adaptation of something you love. <laughs> so I can be like, yep, yeah, this is terrible, but I think that there is a group of people who like fantasy who do not understand that you don't have to love the th- the adaptation of the thing that you like. I think also there's always people who love the book so much they don't understand what should be cut from a book to make a movie. Yeah. Like, there are things that just should be cut, and you, yeah, you hate that because you wanted to see that, like, depicted on screen, but if you have everything, like, you wanted, it's not a good movie, then. Uh, yeah, but The Hobbit had, uh, like, whole books worth of stuff added to it. 
Yeah, they fucking put Tom Bombadil into The <laughs> Hobbit. After, <laughs> really? After making the great decision to cut it out of the Lord of the Rings books because, or movies, because that was the dumbest thing ever in any book I've ever read. I didn't know he was in there. That's crazy. Yeah, they put him back in. Huh. What did he, what did he do? Probably the same dumb shit, dancing around and being fat and jolly. Wait, did you not see all the Hobbit movies? No, I I don't care for the... I don't care for the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> there, I said it. Well, they're very bad. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> that goes on the movie poster. <laughs> they're very bad, Jeff Kowalski. They're like if the Bible didn't have a lesson. <laughs> I just... I've said this before on this podcast, and the problem is that there are certain authors who are so talented at describing things that they just like to describe everything, even boring things, and J.R.R. Tolkien is the prime example of that. Yeah, he really went nuts <sighs> with uh, developing, like, the way architecture or languages were for societies that don't exist. See, that kind of stuff... I can even respect a little bit. He went nuts on designing how breakfast works for these people. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No one gives a shit about that. I don't even give a shit about breakfast in the real world. That might be the only thing I would give a shit about. You know I make entire meals themed on <laughs> my idea of what people would eat in Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> I do understand that. I'm just saying for me personally... I don't, breakfast is not a particularly beloved meal of mine, and I don't need to know how fantasy children eat their breakfast. I want to know exactly how many goddamn lemon cakes Sansa Stark is eating every morning, though. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, just before we get any corrections, and not because I care about this, uh, according to Tom Bombadil's Wikipedia page, he isn't in any movies at all. Okay. Well, then, also, uh, according to the Lord of the Rings Wikipedia page, Sansa Stark is not in it either. While we're uh, on that. <laughs> yeah, but my Lord of the Rings is uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> so. Come and join me this week for Jeff Kowalski's My Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Actually, I guess My Lord of the Rings is Star Wars. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, it was a really, breakfast? it was a great trilogy that I super loved. Uh, Fucking space and a wild expanded universe. <laughs> Star and then, and then a uh, uh, a prequel trilogy that no one liked. Louisa, don't make fun of Star Bacon. He's my favorite pilot from the <laughs> Rebel Forces. We <laughs> try a barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> they had to replace Porkins after he got blown up. Yep, he was one of those pig-faced aliens. Mm, sure. One of the ones from Legend of Zelda. Yep. Pigma Dengar from Star Fox. <laughs> wasn't there the pig-faced alien? Yes. Wasn't well, there a pig? Wasn't there a pig-faced alien in Star Wars? I feel like there was in the uh, bar, yeah. probably. The the uh, the Rancor guards. Uh, well, no, the Rancor trainer is like a human, but the guards in Jabba's palace look just like Moblins from Zelda. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of, and one of them was probably called Space Bacon. I assume. Uh, I bet that they Star all have Bacon, names. Thank you. Star Bacon. Sorry. St- well, not Staken or nope. no, that's not Staken. Would be a cowman, Jeff. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, were there any cowmen in Star Wars? I don't remember. Uh, you're thinking of the cowboys of Moo Mesa? <laughs> I was I don't just think, thinking about that. I don't think anyone in the world is thinking about the cowboys of oh, Moo Mesa. Oh, too late. I already said I was thinking about it. Lord. 
Were they oh, were no. they space people as well? I feel like the Cowboys of Mesa also traveled through space. I get their story a little bit confused with the beautiful folk song "Riders in the Sky." So yes. sometimes when I think about it, I also think about the Cowboys of Mesa. That's not right. <laughs> Riders in the Sky always reminds me of the scene from Blues Brothers 2000. Yes, I've watched that movie. The best scene in that yes, bad movie. The only good scene in the movie. And it's so good that I wish that that was the music video to that song. Well, I never saw that movie. So, well, you good. Should watch, don't bother. Just watch that video. It's really good. <laughs> I guess the other good scene in that movie is when they drive their car under that lake and then just come out the other side and it's fine. They still oh, that's pretty funny. Muppets. Jeff, you've <laughs> forgotten how great the joke is where Erica Badu can revive people as zombies with her R&B singing. You just made me <laughs> mad. <laughs> Isn't that just racism? Is that what that is? Right? Uh, she's a voodoo queen, Louisa. Oh, I don't, boy, okay. that doesn't help. <laughs> I don't think that that's racist at all. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, John Landis did either, but he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the- I hit... For I the, hit the hold button? on, hold on. For, for, okay. the fan, for the fans, uh, I know that that's racist. That was the joke. And also, I'm pretty sure that the character name is literally Voodoo Queen. So, like, I am not being a racist here. <laughs> oh, I'm not on trial here. <laughs> I don't need to defend myself. No, I do. This whole damn court's out of water. Yep. Okay, so I hit the button, and I'm sorry in advance. Is it, because... cow- is it Cowboys of Mumesa? Oh, no. No, it's r slash forever alone. Is it the meme? Yes, it is. We finally got one of the... Uh, one of the MRA subreddits, and it's the sad one. Is it like an MRA should thing? be part of the uh, not safe for work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not explicitly the. Uh, it's not explicitly an MRA one. And looking at the related subreddits, maybe it isn't one at all. And I've just been getting a very bad impression of it. <laughs> it sounds. It looks like it's just for depressed people. Uh, yeah, but it's also like uh, a lot of people who are. Uh, have in their flair about how ugly they are and how old they are and still have not had sex ever. Uh, yeah, but I, isn't uh, the problem with men's rights activists that they are too confident? I feel like being depressed is like the subtext of men's rights activists, but if they admitted it to themselves, then they would all just break down. Oh uh, yeah, they've turned it outward. They've turned their inward depression outward into anger that it's women's yeah. fault. It, yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm sad that I'm ugly. It's like, I deserve sex because I'm a nice person. Fuck everyone. I'm too nice for this world, so I guess I hate everything. It's two, there's two sectors. There's the, like, scuzzy pickup artist guys, and then there's the people who have dubbed themselves incel, which stands for involuntarily celibate. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, think... I'm looking at the page here. The header is just completely blank. It's blue. Uh, it shows a group of little red Reddit robots who are having a party, maybe, away from the main Reddit robot, who's our guy facing forward, who says F.A. on his shirt, so he's forever alone. Yes. And on the side, it just says forever alone together. And then it has a thing about suicide hotline numbers oh and uplifting the is this our most polite. 
this the most depressing uh, subreddit we've gotten so far? Jeff, I think that my favorite emerging meme of our podcast <laughs> is that every week you say, is this the most <laughs> blank uh, page we've ever visited? And it's, it's different usually every time. depressing, and yeah. uh, it's been week after week we've gotten more depressing. Next week is just going to be like, pictures of children crying. <laughs> r slash pictures of children crying (laughs) (laughs) that would be more funny i think i could laugh at that (laughs) yeah but like what if they're crying because they've realized that life is meaningless and they're gonna be forever alone that's funny because that's the reason i'm laughing (sighs) this is very interesting i don't want to click on any of these (laughs) i don't want to know more about any of these there's I did it. I'm doing it. There's something weird to me about the idea of being like, oh, I'm sad because I'm alone and I never meet people, so I'm going to stay in my room alone and only talk to people on a message board. That doesn't seem like a good way forward there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of reinforcing your yeah. your habits that are making you sad if you're going to this board and just talking with other people about your problems. It's it's like when you hear about those boards where people encourage other people with their eating disorders, and it's like, oh boy, this is the same sort of thing. Like, oh, well, I could go out and make friends, but instead I'm going to stay in and have my virtual friends tell me that that they are also sad. Yeah, I really hope that we don't get like r slash thinspo or r slash pro Anna or any of those. See, no, because if we get one of those, I will not feel at all guilty about making fun of those people because they are the worst people. Uh, they have a they have a disease. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean yes, they probably do, but they are there specifically to encourage people with a disease to continue their self destructive behavior. That's if they're true. seeking help, that's one thing. But if you go online specifically to be like, "Hey, oh, you're depressed, then you should kill yourself." Like, no, you're the monster. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I was just it's... gonna say I don't I I don't know enough about serious depression to know do is it helpful for, for people who are very depressed to talk to other people who are very depressed i feel like I, I feel like maybe that would make it worse but i don't know enough about it uh sometimes commiseration is useful but i feel like if your subreddit is not specifically related to uh suicide prevention or suicidal thoughts and you have as the first thing on your sidebar the suicide hotline phone number you might be cultivating a negative community that's what i feel uh, like then jeff we should probably edit our podcast feed because <laughs> oh no uh, i didn't realize you've been putting that in the blog post i thought that was your phone number <laughs> it is but i run a uh diy suicide oh, no! prevention oh, line. A freelance suicide yeah. prevention line. Oh, no. cool. What's it look? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it look like from up there? Oh, I'm cool. A, I mean, don't jump, but like, can I'm you a, send me a photo? I'm a vigilante suicide hotline guy, and I don't have to dress like Batman, but I do. <laughs> While you answer the phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you don't even take video calls. <laughs> oh, of course not. Yeah, hello. This is the Matt Heron suicide hotline. Yeah, yeah. What brand of gun is it? <laughs> I also think there's something very upsetting about the fact that. So much of, like, online communities about depression are about, like, people identifying as, I'm depressed because I don't have someone who loves me. Like, that's the thing I'm missing, and if I had that, everything would be fine. And that's, like, the kernel of this page. And it's like, you know what? You should probably, instead of trying to address your depression by 
trying to form a codependent relationship with someone, you should try to find joy in your life as you have it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like commiserating. I I can understand the appeal of that, but I feel like if if for instance you come here to say like you know oh uh, I worked up the nerve to ask a girl out at work and she said no, and then other people are like oh man that sucks. It like just feeds on your. <sighs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It feeds on your idea that it's all beyond your control, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And I, can't I think be right. that that's a I think that's a more useful thread than some of the ones on here that are like I saw a girl at work who I thought was cute and I didn't talk to her because I'm ugly and bad. Yeah, that's yeah. a better example really. Yeah, the the like feeding off the uh, like, yeah, you're right, you shouldn't talk to her, that you, that is a good plan of yours to not do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where I feel like everyone would be better served if, like, every really depressed person was paired up with a really upbeat person so that they could balance each other out, but neither of those groups would be happy doing that. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I think the difficulty is it's kind of a snake-eating-its-own-tail situation, because, um, like... Yeah, if you don't have a support network of people who love and care about you, it is much more difficult to deal with uh, having a sad and depressing life. But also, like, if you are depressed, you can be in a room full of people who care about you and still feel as if you are totally alone. So, like, that's not always the solution. Yeah, exactly. Like, the real... The real path to recovery that I assume a psychologist would give to people would be like, instead of trying to pin your happiness on being with another person, like, work on being happy with who you are, and then everything else will work for you. Which is pretty much how things do work in real life. Like, people are more attracted to confident people than they are to handsome people. That is a scientifically proven fact. So, like... This thing of just being like, yeah, you're right, your life does suck because you're alone is not helping anyone as far as I can tell. I want to look at the top post, but it has been deleted from Imgur, and I don't know how to find a backup. I will say that I'm very happy at how many of these are positive. I found several that are positive. Like, there's one that says, uh, dying alone? No, I just beat life's single-player campaign. Like... That's a that's a fun way to make fun of this concept. <laughs> or like for forever alone, bitch please, I'm forever available. Like that's cool. I think that that's like a these are the things that people need to see more than just sadness all the time. Mm, yeah, so maybe it's, it's not, not so bad. It it's it, it's starting to seem a lot less negative than I thought at first. Uh but also, I can attest, uh, having personally gone through some pretty dark periods, that uh, getting off of social media altogether is very helpful, and going and like playing a video <laughs> game or something instead of being on Reddit and Facebook and Twitter. Here's here's okay. Here's a serious thing that I'm going to say for a second and get away from joking, uh, because I also have been through some pretty tough times in my life, and I spent some some serious time in my adult life being alone because I was like trying to figure myself out. If you are alone and you feel sad about it, start taking classes at your local whatever, because you will make friends whether you want to or not. Like, take a (laughs) dance class, take a cooking class. I know it sounds stupid and sounds like the premise of a sitcom, but I never met anyone who did that and didn't end up better for it. At the worst, worst case scenario, you learn how to cook or dance. 
Yeah, that's true. And I think people don't realize how quickly something can turn around. Like, I see a lot of people yeah. focusing on this board. It seems. I'm not clicking on a lot of these. Uh, focusing on how old they are now, and they still haven't done this, and now they're going to be another year older, and they still haven't done this. And it's like, if you try something, if you get out of your comfort zone, if the right things align or whatever, like, that could turn around so fucking fast. Yeah. That, like, you're not seeing that if you're focusing on how bad things are. Yeah, it's like, uh, like, there's so many people who get their lives together, like, in their 30s or 40s or later, and, like, Jonathan Colton is an independent musician and uh, has made millions of dollars selling his own music from nothing, and until he was, like, 35, he was a programmer making not enough money to live on. Yeah, and there's a shocking number of people on this board who are in high school, and like, hey, dude, (laughs) high school is awful for everyone, and also, you've got so much of your life left to think forever alone is a thing. Yeah, I don't want to co-opt a phrase here, but uh, it gets better. Like, eventually you don't have to, uh, like, be in high school. Guys, guys. That's the main reward of leaving high school. Yes. Guys, forever is a really fucking long time, and high school is four years, like, hopefully, so (laughs) you should really, I don't know. Like, a lot of these people are, like, perfectly normal-seeming people who are into nerdy things and in high school. Yeah, that's every nerd's experience (laughs) of high school. Like, yes, I walked around my high school with a video game t-shirt, and I never got a date, that's everyone. That is how high school does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. feel like people. Do you think people? Do you think it's like movies and books and TV shows and things about high school that make people feel like they should have done all these things by the time they leave high school? Zach motherfucking Efron. <laughs> there, I said it. It's his I fault. Think, I don't think anybody like bones down or anything in High School Musical yeah. though. Well, well, but everyone wants every woman wants to bone Zac Efron, and he is in high school in that movie. So there you go. Were I we, guess so. Were we talking earlier about people in their thirties who are in <laughs> high school? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I feel like uh, we should send some of these people like a DVD of Superbad and be like, "Hey, look at the like sad monologue at the end of this movie because it's what you're feeling, and uh, the reaction that the other people have to the main character's sadness is like how normal people behave." Yeah. It's like, at the end of that movie, he's like, I can't imagine, like, a pretty girl wanting to date me because I'm so, like, horrible looking. Uh, and then, like, he gets his life together, and of course a pretty girl wants to date him because he, it doesn't matter what he looks like, it's uh, about yeah. who he is. And then in the sequel, he gets video game powers and kills, like, seven ex-boyfriends of his beautiful girlfriend, and... Etc. <laughs> that was Michael Sarah's character. He was always a handsome boy. Oh, is was that he? not who we were talking about? I missed. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Hill was the one who has the sadness about the girl. Oh, I didn't. I guess Michael Sarah does too, but he doesn't mention uh, his appearance as a negative factor. But listen, guys, if Jeff can describe Michael Sarah as handsome, then everyone has a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he probably is when he's not intentionally doping it up for a movie. I think yeah. Michael Sarah's actually fine. I don't think handsome he's would be fine. the word yeah, I would Yeah, I would never use the word handsome, though. <laughs> he's very charming, though. I will say yeah, that. He's yeah. a very charming lad. 
I mean, he's he's our go-to Hollywood like dopey boy. Like, oh, we need a dopey boy for this movie. Let's see if Sarah's available. Yeah. Yep. He 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 kind of took the spot from Jay Baruchel, who kind of got out of acting. <laughs> he's still acting. He's still on TV. Is he? What's he in? Uh, seeking. Besides the How to Train Your Dragon TV oh, show. Fuck! What's that show called? It's on FX. Uh, he's a single guy trying to date. Oh yeah, what is that called? Seeking uh, something. Uh, Man seeking woman. That's it. Yeah, I saw one episode of that and was like, this show's too weird. Yeah, what it was if, too surreal for me. But good. For what him. about Justin Long? He's another famed Hollywood dope. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's true. He also kind of vanished. Or um, who's the other guy? Uh, DJ Qualls. <laughs> Oh boy! What happened to him? Did we like shoot him into space or something? Where did he go? Was he addicted to heroin? Because he looked like he was addicted to heroin. I'm sad again. I feel like he's on like numbers or something. DJ, is that just because we were talking about numbers before we started recording? Uh, Yeah, that's probably it. I don't know what DJ Qualls would do on numbers. I believe numbers is off the air. Stop saying numbers. Oh, he's he's uh, he's in he's in the Man in the High Castle. I don't know what that is. Is that a show? That's the yeah. It's the serious show that takes place in an alternate nineteen uh, sixties where the Nazis won World War Two. Oh, is that that oh, Amazon right. Amazon show that's on yeah. Amazon? Stephen King? Yeah, I think I watched like two or three episodes and it was pretty good. No, Philip K. Dick. There's a Stephen King one too, though, right? Yeah, that's eleven twenty two sixty three, and that's on Hulu. All right, do, well, do, do, do Nazis dream of electric sheep? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you really brought it home at the end there. <laughs> the, guys, satire is the angry art. I don't know if you know this. Oh my god, he played a U.S. marshal in Hawaii Five O. What? <laughs> wait, wait, the remake, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. No, he's an eternal no. vampire. Yeah, when he was a baby, he played a U.S. Marshal baby. I forgot I forgot that they remade it for a second, and yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means. Look, you guys, he was totally on numbers. Oh, I was no. right. That did shows play, off the air, though, right? Did he play a corpse? Uh, he played someone named Anthony Bra- Oh, Anthony Braxton? Tony Braxton? Was he- <laughs> That was, Jeff, you're laughing at a joke that they definitely made in the show. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that's a weird joke. Like, this is a serious show, though. Yeah, well. Where, uh, where the friggin' elf from the Santa Claus plays a a crazy numbers man. Is this show off the air? Yeah, it ran for six seasons and ended six years ago. I I just found a gif of Jay Baruchel on this board that we're looking at, so I guess Jeff's theory is confirmed. (laughs) What's he doing in this gif? Uh, He's hitting on a woman by talking about Super Mario Bros. 2, and then she dies. (laughs) (laughs) What? That must be from that new show. I have no idea. Yeah, it seems like it would be. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, There's one of these, like... uh, kind of resentful posts of a tinder screenshot of some handsome douchebag and it's it's titled our competition see but that's the problem with all of this is the idea of like women like these handsome assholes because they're too stupid to like me and it's like no no this guy's talking (laughs) to a woman and you're busy talking to people on reddit about how much you hate yourself so and also he may 
he may be an asshole, but, like, you're not helping yourself by spending your time being mad at him. I'm always amazed that guys like that, it seems like they think, well, I'm a nice guy, so why won't women date me? They seem to not realize that they are projecting that resentment and hatred at all times. I guess they think no one notices that and just sees them being quote-unquote nice, which is insane. And they're projecting it at women, yeah. who are the ones that they think they're being nice to. Like, the how do you think that works out? Like, yeah, you accidentally let your mask slip and everyone sees that you're a monster. Did you not know that you were doing that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... Also, uh, if you, like, I don't know, get to know women who are reasonable and cool, they constantly are posting the exact same screenshots of the exact same Tinder photos on Twitter and being like, look at this asshole who thinks this is going to work on me. Yeah, a big part of this, I think, is predicated on uh, men not not talking to women as friends and so not understanding that women are the same as men are. Yeah. Humans. And it's totally unselfconsciously saying things like, well, I was being nice without expecting anything in return and she didn't give me anything in return. (laughs) Like, that is happening all the time. It's like, wait a minute, did you not notice? Are you not noticing what you're saying? Because you are not being nice at all. So I'm the last person to advocate substance abuse, but, like, if you're so painfully awkward talking to women, maybe have a drink, and then you'll <laughs> relax a little bit, and then you won't be such a monster. <laughs> the trouble yeah, is, uh, I think you have to rebuild yourself from the ground up, looking at women as fellow human beings. Like, yeah. that's the problem, I think. How does that start, though? That's what, I mean, I you know, you can say, like, oh, it's our culture programming people or whatever, but, like... I don't think there was ever a time when I didn't understand that women were also humans first and foremost. Yeah, but think about how many idiots you know who were raised in a culture of like, oh, well, you know, the boys have to mow the lawn, the girls have to clean the kitchen. Like, people who were raised that way and are like, oh, yeah, you talk to your girlfriends, you wouldn't really talk to your husband. He likes guy stuff. He has to talk to his friends. Like, people are raised in this dumb idea that men and women have nothing in common. Yeah, but as you're saying that, I'm, like, the picture in my mind is of an old person, and that's all I can think of. Like, where did where do young people get this? Are they listening to olds? Because we're supposed to, like, that's the whole point of being young. Don't listen to old people. No, uh, I think I, you're you're in the you're in you're falling into that uh, fallacy that the people you know who are intelligent and trying to be aware of the world are the norm. Yeah. When, as we were talking before about how many people love Big Bang Theory, there's plenty of dumb young people out there. Yeah, that's true. And I I mean, speaking as someone who used to be a uh, total idiot douchebag who didn't know what I was doing, uh, it's it's not necessarily that these dudes can't con- like that they aren't conceiving of specifically women as people. It's that they can't conceive of anyone as complexly as they conceive of themselves right. and women are the people that they want to have sex with okay that's yeah. and true. That a combination sense. yeah a combination of um like uh, nihilistic detachment from humanity with horniness is a <laughs> recipe for disaster <laughs> yeah i guess uh, <laughs> i guess this behavior is pretty much the same as the behavior of those dudes who come up to me at parties and want to talk to me about the history of x-men and it's like, this is not the time for that, my friend. Like, Matt, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually me who does that. Yeah, no, I mean, 
Listen, I have many friends who I deeply enjoy talking about the history of X-Men with, and Jeff, you are one of them. But when I'm at a party drinking, I don't remember that the name of uh, Shadowcat's dragon was Lockheed, and I don't want to talk about it. He's a member of the Peacekeeping Defense Force S.W.O.R.D., is he super intelligent? I feel like he was super intelligent. Oh yeah, he's he's a sentient being. They just didn't discover it until later because he only speaks in dragon words. Yeah. So anyway, that's the kind of conversation you shouldn't have in front of women or men or anyone. <laughs> well, I see. I disagree there because if I had to name four people who will talk to me at any time about the history of the X Men, Matt, you would be one of them. Yay! The I other win. Three, the other three would all be women. Yay! But the thing is, if you're trying this to meet like an awesome party, other people. <laughs> if you're trying to meet other men and women, you need to do something that's a little more inclusive. <laughs> like, you can't focus on that. Think about your social life like you think about uh, pop stars trying to gain an audience. They start with the lowest common denominator, making music that is just, like, dance club music, and then they get to the complicated stuff later once they've reeled you in. You can't start with your like, crazy Lady Gaga experimental soundscapes. You've got to start with Poker Face and get there. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, you have to have a good Poker Face and not let anyone know how sad you are. But for the love of God, do not poke her face. (laughs) Don't do it. Unless she asks. No, even then, don't do it. (laughs) It's a trick. (laughs) And she just wants your money. It's a trap, guys, like that uh, cow man from Star Wars. He's a fish adult. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, Jeff, do you think the opposite of man is adult? <laughs> yes! I just didn't want to say fish man. After what we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rest in peace, the actor who played Admiral Akbar. Oh, dear. It would be, that would be a lot more affecting if he knew his name. Yep, but uh, it was a different guy who did the voice then who was in the suit, and I don't know either of their names. Are they both Or which dead? one died. <laughs> the oh, dumbest man. thing I've ever heard. What? You mean our podcast? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's our tagline. Uh, so I clicked on some of the definitely more useful related subreddits that are also far less populated, like r slash deciding to be better. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't that just? Why isn't that the main one? Why isn't Forever Alone just a place where people decide to be better? <laughs> Forever Alone is just a redirect to that board. <laughs> yeah, it should just be because it's a bunch of people who are like, "Man, I'm sad, but I'm de- here's a bunch of ways that I'm trying to improve myself." Uh, if if that's what it is, too. though, the, the problem is you could also read it as decided to be better. Being like, you know, I like this girl at my work, and I never said anything, but I decided to be better and asked her out, and she still said no, so nothing's worth trying. Or, oh, I really wanted, I was really like you guys, and then I decided to be better than you, so fuck you guys, <laughs> and I hope you all die, I guess. Oh, here's a nice one. The uh, You send them to slash... the opposite of the suicide prevention hotline. <laughs> yes. The suicide so like causing hotline? Yes. The suicide yes. endorsement line. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, God. I, f- I found a board with 210 <laughs> subscribers. Uh, F.A. Lose It, which is a uh, working out and weight loss board spinoff. Oh, thank God. It has. <laughs> I thought lose it meant something very different. <laughs> yeah, I figured it was virginity. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, that... It has, like, 15 total posts ever. It does not sound like a good idea, because it sounds like you're going to tie your physical appearance entirely to your to aloneness, your and then if yeah. you fix that, you fix yep. everything. Like, all of this, all of this should just boil down to, like, all of this is rooted in the idea that you don't have control over how you feel, and mm-hmm. I realize I'm being pat and not very uh, helpful to depression, and I know it's a real disease, but... Every day you decide to be the thing you are. You can get up and like make it just one small decision to be a little bit less sad or feel a little bit less in control of your life. Even if it means just going to get help from like a psychiatrist or something. Yeah, it's uh it's such an interesting thing because a lot of this seems to be focused on treating the symptoms and comorbidities rather than treating the source of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you can be a fat, lonely dope and also um, not depressed uh, and feeling like you have to post on this Reddit page. Yeah, like, everyone I know is a fat, lonely dope, and I've been to, like, eight (laughs) weddings this year, so (laughs) something's going on. Uh, yeah, I just, I really can't wrap my head around how this is helpful for any of the people on here. Yeah, it just, it genuinely seems like a place to, like, uh, waste time while being sad instead of trying to take control of your life. Oh, wait, that's just all of Reddit. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You just described the front page of the internet. Wait, I I also described, uh, podcasts, so... (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Although, actually, I will say that genuinely, I think listening to podcasts genuinely helped me with small talk. I think I'm better at small talk because of having listened to podcasts so so much. What, yeah, like topics, uh, or what do you mean? <laughs> I just mean, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the time, if I'm not talking to people, I kind of get out of the practice of it. And mm. so listening to podcasts sort of, like, reminds you of the rhythms of conversation and, like just sparks your thought processes in ways that makes it so that it's easier for you to make small talk when you talk to people later. Mm-hmm. I realize that makes us sound like robots, but I totally agree with you. <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> I don't talk to anyone all day, and then I start to get a little off on what ha- talking to someone is like. It, the You're thing right. that really makes us sound like robots, I think, is that when you said sometimes I don't talk to people all day, <laughs> like my reaction was like, yeah, those are the best days. <laughs> those are the best days. Oh, I usually don't talk to people all day. I put my headphones on at work because everybody at work is like... <laughs> I love the Big Bang Theory so much. <laughs> I mean, they're all way older than me, and many of them do not speak English as a first language, uh, nor do they wish to communicate more than the most basic needed information with their coworkers. Well, that so. sounds great. <laughs> I will say though that like I was I was at a conference with some people I work with this past week and uh we were all just sitting around and they were asking me what I was up to and like usually I don't tell people because it's too confusing for them because my life is so strange. Um but I was telling people about the fact that I got contracted to write uh, a tabletop role playing game for Onyx Path and like I had to describe every one of those phrases to make them understand what I was saying, but they were genuinely excited for me and wanted to know what what was going on. So, like, I think a lot of times, a lot of times, people want to be 
engaged in your life, even if Ugh. they don't care about the things that you do. <laughs> but the problem is I hate that, because I'll, tr- <laughs> I'll try to be, like, even the most basic level of personable at work, and people will be like, what are you doing this weekend? And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to this party. And then on Monday, when they're like, so how was the party? My immediate visceral reaction is, oh my god, why did I tell them? Why can't they mind their own business? I yeah. don't want to know about their lives, and I don't want them to ask me about mine. Louisa, you need a flask with some alcohol in it just to just to kill that part of your brain that makes you feel that way. Oh, it's the I've first had, thing. I've had two people at work like approach me and have conversations with me, and I am not intentionally off-putting. I'm like friendly and nice to them, but I think something about me has made them like hate me because <laughs> the one was like a lady who I guess is like a little bit older than me, and she always used to say hi, uh, and uh, her and some of the other. I don't know, dorky people were, like, planning on going to the Chiller convention, which was, like, for horror movies, and she was like, hey, you should come by, and I'm like, oh, cool, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I'm busy that weekend, but thanks. Uh, And she just has not said hello to me since then, and that was, like, a year ago. Yeah, the ball's in your court now, Jeff. You told her no. (laughs) Like well, she I was like, I politely declined an invitation to an event that has long since passed. Yeah, but when you politely decline a thing, people won't invite you again because they don't want to annoy you by constantly inviting you if you're never going to say yes. Like, the ball is now in your court. I know that that sucks, but that's how social interaction works. No, no, it's not that I want to be invited. It's that the way I've been getting the cold shoulder, I feel like my oh. polite decline was like a direct insult to what, her. Was she hitting like, she on won't you? Even say, I, I don't know. She might have been, but I can't tell. She's on this board now writing about how she wanted to make friends with this guy. Wait, 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 Jeff. What? Was she, was she, was she nice? Was she... <laughs> You know, <laughs> you couldn't even make the noise. I, I can't. I can't see you because we don't do this show with webcams. Imagine my <laughs> eyebrows moving up and down like so many hairy yo-yos. You're making like a rabbit chewing vegetable sound. Yes, I'm also eating a carrot. <laughs> oh, okay. What's up, Doc? So now you get it. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, you're asking me if I dressed up as a woman to trick her into thinking I was a human being. Yes, uh, and then put di- so that she would stop hunting me with a rifle. And then put dynamite in her mouth instead of a cigar <laughs> to blow up her head, but it only just turned black. It didn't hurt her. Yeah, that's how you hit on women, right? <laughs> yep. And then they go, "Mammy," but that part's cut out these days. <laughs> Uh, Jeff left all this part out, and suddenly the fact that he, this woman's not talking to him anymore makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, because I exploded her head with dynamite. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, she sorry, I rude, guess I should have mentioned that. That's a very that. rude thing to do on an acquaintance basis. <laughs> she hey, did, you gotta save that for the second date. She hasn't talked to me since. She just lays there in the office. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even moved the body. <laughs> She also smells really bad, so... I don't want to tell her, though, because that seems yeah. weird. <laughs> oh. Some other guy talked to me about comic books, uh, and his name was Ernesto. Uh, and we were, like, friendly and talked about Batman, and he said hello a couple times. And I don't think I did anything to offend him, but he doesn't stop and say hello anymore. Wait, was he hitting on you? Uh, I don't think so, but I don't know, maybe. I can't even wait, tell wait, 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 Jeff. Yeah. Was he nice? Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I should have mentioned. Um, I uh, I poured a, an entire flask of nitroglycerin down his throat and then shook him up until he exploded. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> was that a bad move or apparently no, think... not? Matt thinks it was a good move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining this guy dressed as Batman this whole time. <laughs> No, he's just like regular man, <laughs> like a normal guy. Uh, see, the problem here, I think, is we're going to fix this for you, Jeff. You said they came over to say hi to you, and they don't do that anymore. You need to start just going over and saying hi to them. Lu- well, I don't remember Louisa what they said with like. no intention of following her own advice. <laughs> oh, I would never follow my own advice. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I want a different goal, which is for people to not talk to me anymore. <laughs> okay, here, well, I don't care if they talk to me or not. I just uh, am always uh, upset when if at the prospect of someone being secretly mad at me. Yes. Uh, but here's a uh, uh, another weird thing. Um, it's like vaguely depressing, but also baffling. Uh, so I ha- I was on vacation all last week. And, um, like, the beginning of the week before that, the woman who sits next to me, her, like, sick husband died, so she was out all that week, and then I was off a week, and then I came back on Monday morning, uh, and it, uh, last week, I guess, and it was as if nothing had happened. She didn't seem upset, she was still, like, laughing and talking to people, and it was like I was, and like, you were like, "Shame! You should be <laughs> no, in mourning." I was like, am I your bell? <laughs> yes. Am I remembering wrong? Didn't your husband just die two weeks ago? Why you don't seem how, upset at all? How dare you be happy again? <laughs> I mean, like it was. Why didn't you throw yourself on his pyre? <laughs> it was just like a sudden thing. So I thought she would just like. Uh, not come back to work because she was old and basically only had the job to pay for his health insurance, uh, or like it would be like at least a month till I saw her. Wait, 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 wait. Oh no, Jeff. no, no, I won't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, because I know she's single now. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that is our darkest joke yet. <laughs> Oh, the funniest thing is that you thought this board would be too dark for us to make jokes about. But okay, you so, so far that we, we are monster people, and by we, I mean mostly me, I guess. So far, we've made jokes about hitting on a widow, uh, black <laughs> blackface in Looney Tunes, um, yep. and uh, uh, fake suicide prevention hotlines that oh, actually no, encourage don't, don't suicide. Don't bring that up again. I'm sorry, I said it. <laughs> Uh, so, going back to something you said a while ago, Jeff, uh, if I got you a t-shirt that said, unintentionally off-putting, would you wear it? Uh, I don't really wear t-shirts with words on them anymore. Oh, fair enough. That sounds kind of obnoxious, but I just, like, (laughs) I got so tired of trying to, like, figure out which pictures and words would be good to wear on a t-shirt, that now I, I just have every color of t-shirt from the art store that's just blank. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I mean, you're a grown-up, so you shouldn't have words on your shirts anymore. No, I mean, I, I guess like I have it. some band t-shirts. I, I wear shirts with words on them to the gym exclusively. That is the only time I feel comfortable wearing shirts with words on anymore. What about pictures mm. or logos? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they make me look like I'm a toddler. Like a toddler that wished to be big on a Zoltan machine. <laughs> No, I like it. I don't think he was a toddler. 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that would be a much different movie. <laughs> Are you thinking about uh, him and, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth, what's her name? No, I'm just thinking about uh, the difference between a teenager being in an adult's body and a baby. (laughs) Oh man, a baby being in an adult's body would be great, though. Would it? Because (laughs) he would try to dance on that piano. There's that recurring SNL sketch of exactly that idea, and I did. I don't know. He would try to dance on that piano and just fall over because he doesn't have hand eye coordination. I'm just imagining Tom Hanks mashing a banana into his face. (laughs) That's pretty good. That seems like something he might do anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm gonna look it up and see if he's done it. Tom I don't wanna... <laughs> Hanks mashing. Banana. Remember when he ate those baby corns? Yes, that was, that pretty, was good. pretty good. I don't want to see uh, a scene in a movie of Tom Hanks uh, pooping his diaper, though. Oh no! <laughs> no! Oh no! <laughs> Matt, oh, Matt you considered it for around. a second. You were like, "Oh, oh, I feel a movement downstairs." Is this, am I discovering a new thing oh, about no, myself? Is this my new fetish? <laughs> no. What I was really—oh th- no, this is my life now. <laughs> Whoops. What I was really thinking is that Tom Hanks has been able to be charming in roles that I never thought possible before. <laughs> That's true. So I don't want to write off his talents so quickly. Yeah, like when he managed to make Walt Disney seem like a nice guy. Yeah, man! If if Walt Disney were as nice as Tom Hanks, then he, I wouldn't mind his frozen head being so alive. <laughs> nice I didn't actually see that movie. Is that a good movie? It, is. it wasn't was terrible. Yeah, it, it was it's a not little... a great movie, but it's fine, and Tom Hanks is amazing in it. It was very formulaic, but, yes. you know, it was competent. I don't see movies anymore unless they got Captain America's in them. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see movies. Maybe like anymore. a a wolf. I like I didn't go see a movie that was called Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. That movie is directly marketed to my heart, and I didn't go see it. Batman v Superman colon, hey Jeff, here's a movie for you. (laughs) But to be fair, Jeff, that's like saying I didn't go visit Chernobyl even though they had that amazing hot dog cart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (sighs) I have a movie from... I have a movie that I rented like three weeks ago sitting on my Google account, and I've got like a week left to watch it. What is it? It's called The In- the Invitation. It's supposed to be a good spooky thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that I wa- remember to watch it. <laughs> well, when you listen to this podcast, it'll remind you, he said laughingly. <laughs> yes. Oh, speaking of, did you edit last week's? People are bugging me about it on Twitter. and I'm, It's by not people, Tuesday I mean Chris, yet. And by Twitter, I mean text message. Tuesday is tomorrow. I still have a, a night to do it. Okay. Well, Wednesday will be tomorrow when this episode goes up, but it'll be next Wednesday. Yes, but what? I don't... What's I'm not gonna... Yeah. <laughs> We've come unstuck in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Billy Pilgriming oh, all over the place. I'm so far ahead on Creepypodsta. Uh, I, like, I've already scheduled next week and the week after's posts. I'm so happy. I can't believe you have time to edit more than one podcast a week because it feels like it's sucking my life like that machine in The Princess Bride. <laughs> Every week I feel like it's taking away years of my life just editing a podcast. Well, we're, uh, I'm less of a stickler about uh, when I edited this show because I could just like... Uh, listen to it and do something else and just delete the crosstalk when I heard it or just like scan through and see uh, yeah. on the the waveform where the crosstalk happened 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't delete any of it on Creepypodsta because we're better at taking turns. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that sounds like you're throwing shade as if you are not the one who does the most cross-talking. Now, throwing shade's a different show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And also, uh, I think that we are all the most cross when we're talking. Ah, uh, zing, that was wah, terrible. Yep. I should have had my sad trombone queued up. <laughs> I got... I, wait, I could ham horn this. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds like the end of the show if we're going for the ham horn. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Yep. Sound effects man, this guy. Listen, it's past my bedtime. Let's let's uh let's wrap this up, you you couple of bozos. Yep. Uh okay, so hopefully you enjoyed the show. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes and let your friends know about it so that we can continue to grow. Uh, and thanks everyone for listening. I'm Matt Heron, and you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot or email me matt at funtimes.online. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm Jeff Kowalski. Uh, you can reach me funtimes.online, aka weaponizedlanguage.com, J3FK on Twitter, Jeff at funtimes.online. And I have another thing to say before Louisa introduces herself. <laughs> I think I figured out the perfect outro. Uh, first, Matt, you'll say, uh, well, sorry. First, Louisa will say, thank you. Then I'll say, don't read the comments. And then Matt will finish with his usual, see you next week. Okay. That is not what Matt says. Yes, it's not what I say. See you next Tuesday? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that one. I like that that angers you somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, it's the perfect it's the perfect outro line because you can only be offended by it if you bring offensive things to it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean that's like that's that's like gaslighting our audience though. Yes. That's what we're all about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, hold on. Never mind. I approve. We come for the, the gaslighting gaslight stay for the Reddit discussions. The cast like got podcast like no. Nope. You lost nope. it. Nope. I never <laughs> uh, had it. Yeah, that was a very that was a very good. Yes, <laughs> that was a very good. <laughs> Louisa, tell us where the people can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at Louisa Heron. So thanks. Woohoo! I got through the whole episode without anyone singing "Happy Birthday" at me. Happy no, birthday no. to you. No, at least do Happy no. birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Matthew. Happy birthday to you. Have fun editing that one, Matt. Yeah. Don't read the comments. <laughs> It'll just be you saying boo. <laughs> and yeah. then none of our singing at all. <laughs> it's because I've been a ghost the whole time. Oh, no. You died on your birthday. Your tombstone's going to be so nice and neat. Yay. <laughs> It'll just be one date. Yep. <laughs> no, no years. <laughs> yes. I was born on the day I died. Born on a Monday. Ooh, you can write a country song with uh, lyrics like that. Yep, but I won't. <laughs> all right, guys. See you next Tuesday.
conversation with a new coworker who I don't know very well, but we'd talked before about liking Game of Thrones. So she was she asked me some questions about last night's and we talked and she had some theories, I had some theories. She seemed pretty good. She knew people's names and stuff. And then later in the day, she told me that her absolute favorite show is Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, I don't know. that's a that's a weird one. It seems like the the divide is like uh, either smart people really really like it or really really hate it, uh, and then everyone dumb loves it. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, she's I was... dumb, but somehow she can masquerade as a smart person. <laughs> Last week I was down in Florida doing stuff, work stuff, and I was with some people who are software developers, and we were talking about um, Star Trek and, like, about the episode where Captain Kirk kills that lizard man by shooting diamonds out of a cannon at him. Uh, what's his <laughs> name? Uh, what's that lizard guy's uh, name? A, a uh, G-something? Good. Uh, lizard guy from Star Trek. Gowanus, that's not it. No, it's Gorn! Not- Gorn! Gorn. God damn it! it. (laughs) And the episode's name is Arena. Literally, the first result is the Wikipedia article for Gorn when you type in Lizard Guy from Star Trek. (laughs) Well, of course. Google's gotten really good about that stuff. Yeah. Oh, anyway. He's affiliated with the Gorn hegemony. Oh, that... Wait, that can't be... Wait. That's the name of the Gornish government, I guess. No, 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 no. Hang on. (laughs) Is his name Gorn, or is the society called Gorn? Because it can't oh, be Oh, I see. Uh, his name is not... The individual's name is not Gorn. Uh, okay. He is, is a Gorn. Gorn. Okay. His name's probably, yeah. like, Dave the Gorn. Jeff, that was... That may be the most racist thing any of us have ever said on this podcast, so good job. Uh, he's a rubber monster man. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. He doesn't deserve our respect. <laughs> no, he sure doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. Oh my god. I see a picture of him from the Enterprise, or not him, a Gorn named Slar from an episode of Enterprise. (laughs) It looks looks worse than the rubber suit because it's CGI from 2005. From what I remember, his eyes in the original were like uh, little styrofoam balls covered in glitter. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. It looks basically like a, a. rejected off-model Godzilla costume. <laughs> when I was when I was 12 years old, I made myself a uh, costume from one of the creatures from Attack of the the Eye Creatures, the Mystery Science Theater movie. Uh, not uh, that they made it, but they made fun of it. Anyway, uh, and I yeah, made yeah. a paper I made a paper mache head that was covered in eyeballs that were like styrofoam balls, and I have pictures of it. And I looked at it, and it definitely looks better than this costume for the Gorn. A hundred percent.